This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Time of the week, nice and early for the Monday means test and the biggest opinions in the game of thoroughbred racing. Join me each and every Monday right here on SEN. On SEN track, and let's welcome in the, the two lads. First of all, Wayne Hawks, good morning to you. Good morning, Gareth Hall. Good morning, everybody. Wasn't racing the winner on the weekend. You Correct. didn't know where to look. There were horses running well everywhere. Gee, it's going to be a big uh, 56 minutes, I Correct. can assure you. So I'll stop talking and say good morning to the great man, Johnny O'Neill. Good morning, my friend. Yes, racing was uh, was back. Well, I suppose it's been around, but it was oh, back it was certainly back. on the weekend. It was, was back. Uh, I have to take my hat off to uh, the Melbourne Racing Club for putting a decent show on out at Sandown. It's um, certainly a, a wonderful racing surface. There's no doubt about that. But uh, I think they did that much work around the facilities and stuff, and we had a, a very enjoyable day. It was great. The King's Gambit was a difficult one to have one stand out from the weekend. I thought the... As as you just pointed out, Hawksy, the big winner on the weekend was racing, whether it be the the Lindsay Park team of JD Hayes and Benny Hayes winning their group one with a, a two year old that's going places and little bros. But what the, the the pressure that those two lads were under when David Hayes headed off to Hong Kong and handed them the, the keys was enormous. But they I think exceeded expectation with the success that they've had in the short amount of time they've been training together. Animo, that was the best performance I've seen the big fella produce. And he has been the dominant weight for age middle distance galloper in this country for just over 12 months now. But that was something else in the Chipping Norton. Alligator blood had kissing spine. And ever since then, he's just gone to a new level for Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott. And he's had unlimited preparation or like interrupted preparations because he was banned from some states to compete in at times. So his legend continued to grow, and the uncommon James story was unbelievable. Um, O'Day and Hoisted are some training performance. Benny Thompson um, rode the race of his life, and Jules Valence just pointed out on the Racing Review Show, and I nearly agree, uncommon James could be our best sprinter in 12 months. It was a huge win, and great to see the name B. Thompson there again. Yes. I, did so, I did see Babe... Uh, Wandering around the mounting yard afterwards, acting as if it was him. Yeah, he was in. He was in. Uh, he was in good form. But what a great ride, and uh, what what a great thrill for those guys. That was a that was just an extraordinary race. I will say, I think the second horse, Lofty Strike, is a really special yeah. horse too. Okay, so yeah. that's an interesting race that we'll dissect in just a moment. But let's start with our categories, and we'll start with the champ, Adamo's devastating. Devastating. Um, he was devastating. He was, he was I'll just say, good. he was very good. He was at his devastating best, it, I should it, say, it over, in the Chipping Norton Stakes. Hawksy, I don't think I've ever seen him race better. Ooh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Let's, 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 let's. Well, he never travelled in. If you want to dissect it all, yeah. how many horses behind him could win a Cox Plate? And the answer is zero. Correct. So, you know what? I've just put you back in your place a little bit early. Yeah. But to be fair, you can only win. He sat back off them. He waited, waited, waited. And he had a turn of foot. I, my immediate reaction was a bit like yours, but then I thought about it for a minute and thought, yeah, nah, 
there wouldn't be anything else there that uh, could win a Cox Plate like he did. And remember one thing about Animo. Arguably, he should have won the Cox Plate at three, and he did win the Cox Plate at four. So he's a bee's pimple off winning two Cox Plates. So you would expect a dual Cox Plate winner to do that. So yeah. it was a super, super serious effort. But have you seen him travel on the bit like that into a race? Like he jogged up to them at, two, he did. at the 200 he did. metre But mark. he's next level than they are. Yeah. He's, ne- he's next level. Nothing, I, I think nothing the other thing, the Cox Plate this year. I think the other thing to look at is we are, we are looking at a him. certain stage of history here, and I'm yep. going to make a very big comment. Oh, yes. But I think look James, down the barrel. I, I really think that James Cummings may exceed his grandfather. There you go. I think I think he is a freak. I think this Sorry. bloke's a freak. He's got two-year-olds <laughs> winning. He's got three-year-olds winning sort of lead-up races into derbies. He's got horses going to Provincial and smashing them. And he manages to keep the champ up. So all I've got to say is I think he is going to create history. This 12 Melbourne Cups. Well, he's probably not going to be able to do that. But the measurement... 246 may group not ones. Be, well, it may no, not be based on, on that. that will what never, I'm saying ever is this again. time, the way that he's training, yeah. no, I know with the horses that he's got, and we've all seen it, Hawks. I mean, you've been involved in, in some of the biggest sort of training setups of all time. and Off, Out of the same property. There you go. And the pressure that is on with the amount of horses that go through to be able to stand up and deliver, maintain week after week after week, and we keep saying it, the two-year-olds keep running well. Sure, Barber well, mm-hmm. maybe didn't have as much luck than, that, that they had of hope. But having said that, Cornish won pretty well. And then I said, from yeah. a three-year-old perspective, Pericles has walked in and then Animo's gone bang. The, big, the, big, the biggest thing with it is, and I, and I can't comment, but I'll tell you what my father said. My father said it was easier get, to get to the top than what it was to stay there. Because he said, on the way up, he said, people push you around a little bit. But he said, when you get to the top, he said, everyone wants to knock you down. So James Cummings has certainly uh, certainly got there. And you know what? He has – it's easier and it's harder. It's easier because he doesn't need, to, doesn't need to run the business from the point of view of dollars and cents and accounting side of things. But then he has got horses uh, in three different properties in Flemington, Warwick Farm, and out near Hawkesbury at Agnes Banks. So – that's got a lot of uh, a lot of effort from his point of view. So how good is this horse from a stallion perspective? So when you have a look at his record, he's quite an extraordinary thoroughbred. He started off his career as a two-year-old in October. He won a Merson Cooper in the middle of November. And now he's doing what he's doing as a four-year-old after winning a Cox Plate. I reckon the line you should have just said then was, just should have won the the Golden Slipper by 100 yards. Correct. It would have been True. probably the greatest O-No of the year. Would, would, would have, was the greatest racing tragedy of the year. So if you look at him, should have won a Golden Slipper at two. Octagonal was in the same boat. Won a, should have nearly won a Cox Plate at three. Oki won a Cox Plate at three. And then Oki uh, then didn't win after that. But that's why the other – remember when we were talking about all two hards and Lonro and, and they're all in that same elk of – of top liner, uh, top liner horses. So here's the question, Hawksy: If he wins the Golden Slipper, is he at stud now? I don't think so because Godolphin are very, very similar to Jack and Bob Ingham. Lonroe was five. Octagonal was five. They, they weren't in a hurry yeah, to send him off the stud because they great to see. they say they're going to be there for twenty years. Yeah, true. The only time Jack Ingham got ever got excited was one time up at Woodland Stud when all the canny lad foals were on the ground. And he, and he just was uh, jumping around like a kid at Toys R Us with a $500 uh, b- voucher. And he said, I can't wait for 12 months' time to get these into the stable. So yeah. Sheikh Muhammad's obviously the same on the, in the same way as going, 
I want to see my horses run around, which is a great thing. Whereas you, most owners, go, I've got telephone number offers for this colt. I've got to stop. I've got to go to stud. Very elegant. Could have retired how many times? She mm. could have retired plenty of time. You could have yeah. said enough. She, yeah. she, she's done. You cut her record in half very elegant. It was still enough to retire and go to stud. So you went on with her. You didn't. You certainly didn't have to. They went yeah. on with Winks, which was a great thing. They didn't have to. A little bit different. A little bit different with the fillies because lots of those great race fillies, unfortunately, don't make great broodmares. Mm-hmm. Whereas Animo. What's he going to stand for stud this year? I don't is, know. Is he a well, hundred grand plus GST? Well, he'd have to be. When you have a look at the other reason why he probably wasn't retired, because you have a look at the the stallion roster for for Darley, and they've got a lot of stallions that are just having their first or second season Correct. at stud. So if they put Animo amongst those pools, then they probably don't get a fair crack at them because everybody wants to go to Animo. So you got Astern, Brazen Bow, Bivouac, Blue Point, um, Kermadec. Um, horses like Impending, uh, Microphone, so Too Darn Hot, um, and even Pinot Turbo, the superstar juveniles, is starting off his career at start. Where Animo will win at stud this year is Godolphin will give him 60 of the best. And why will he get their best horses? I'll tell you why. Because he is the horse that he is. The two great stallions that they've got there are Exceed and Excel and Lonro. They are their, you know, their flag yep. bearers. They're 22, 23. Yeah. They're at the other end of their uh, of their uh, domain. So it's like, it's like letting come you in go and... in those nightclubs at Warwick Farm oh, today yeah. Yeah. versus good. sort of 15 mm. years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. What yeah. about Street we, one, Boss? Once I was a chance, now I'm no chance. <laughs> street Boss. Would <clears> he's doing a good enough yeah. job, but he's not an exceeding excel yeah. and Lon Rose Elk. So the bottom line is this horse is going to go to stud and he's going to get their type of mares, which are the top quality. So... They're doing a great job. They're breeding the race, and they're doing a hell of a good job, Godolphin. And it's not just James Cummings, but it's the whole the whole package. And you know what? You could pick anything you want, but yeah. you'd be a brave man to pick some faults in what the Godolphin team are doing right now. Geez, I'd love to bring Very Elegant back and go to him. Well, you can. You I can. really would. You can. Yeah. Yeah, geez, I'd love to. You can. Um, let's talk about the legacy as our category today, or one of our categories for the means test. And um Boy, aren't the Lindsay Park team building some legacy now with JD and Benny Hayes now stepping up to the plate. It's the instructor with Exploring moving up on the outside, but Steel City's trying for a run on the inner and got chopped out. Then Extreme Threat back behind them, Little Bros. Then Brave Halos, Alpha Cardon Corleone, the instructor with 150 to go, grabbed by Little Bros. Little Bros takes the lead from Arkansas Kid, Don Corleone. Little Bros, it's Hayes again. Little Bros, three quarters of a leg. I've got adrenaline. I'm just shaking. Um, I really thought he was good enough to win and I felt like vomiting all day. So to see a beautiful run, beautiful ride by Michael and from the hit the line and win so impressively was just so exciting and he's a really exciting horse. Look, to this horse's credit and Ben and JD, like, they've done an amazing job and uh, to have the horse peaking on the right day, it's just a credit to them. So they won their first group one with Mr Brightside and the famous... Doncaster handicap last autumn. They win their second group one with Little Bros to win a Blue Diamond. Lindsay Park, that was their 10th Blue Diamond. Um, the great C.S. Hayes won three, David six, and now the boys winning their first. When they first start, I remember when they when they first started to take over the reins from David, and there was a lot of criticism and um, a lot of people in the industry, a lot of big time owners thinking, what are you doing, David? These, these boys are too young. They haven't proven themselves. And, um, 
all of a sudden you're packing up and leaving to Hong Kong and throwing. And I think David admitted that he did throw them under the bus or he, he made them swim um, a lot earlier than he really wanted them to. But because of COVID, he, he really had no other, um, um, he had choice. really yeah choice to, but to, to let these boys have the keys at such a young age. But but I think they've exceeded everybody's expectations, Johnny. Yeah, look, I think that's right. But I think, you know, there's always huge um, shoes to fill. And I think across the board, even like I said, James comparing to his grandfather, we, we do that because we look James's at that as the benchmark. Not, James's father's well, not he's a bad a gra- trainer either. He's a gra- Just his, brother's a, his brother's a good trainer too, right? So, <laughs> so I think at the end of the day, we always try to find a comparison somewhere. Yeah. And David was such a... Um, a huge success here for such a long time following in his dad's footsteps. So I think these, these young fellas work so hard. Um, I think, I think JD and Benny are, are terrific and, and good luck to them. That's all, all I've got to say. I mean, I, I think we mentioned here on the show a few weeks ago, I saw the horse run second behind Barber the other day and geez, it looked like he had some improvement in him. So there wasn't any surprise yeah. that he ran so well and, and got the money. So the challenge now is, is, is to go onto the slipper. And hats off to you, Johnny. You're all over little bros from a, a long way out. So hopefully our followers on the means test or your followers made some money there on Saturday. Well, I know Hawksy took the $20 because when I was betting late, it was $10.90. Yep. But anyway, we're happy to help Mate, Wayne would've out. Would have run last if I'd have got beat. Um, I was standing with Johnny O'Neill in the mountain enclosure and Ben Hayes was standing there and fair dick him. He was, he was, he was the, uh, the cat that took all the milk and you know what, yeah. half his luck. And I said, Hey, well done. He, he just turned around and he just crash tackled me like Billy Slater just yeah. hugged me. He was so yeah. excited, which is so good. And I mean, I see Ben every day at, uh, at Flemington. Yeah. So you have a bit more rapport with the guys that you deal with every day. And I said, um, and then you might have said, ah, oh, he's just like his old man. And I said, uh, no, no, he's actually going better. Well, Ben just spun around and uh, had whiplash as if waiting for the next line. I said, your old man wasn't a trainer of Colts, brother. He was brilliant he with the failure of mayor. Yeah. I said, you're training stallion potential now. And I said, to be fair to David, it certainly wasn't David's strongest point. Yeah. And that is a fact. That's not bagging David because some trainers do different things and David was, was awesome with a filly, but he never had many Colts go to start. Yeah. CS did. He had Zabil. Yeah. I said, you're up in the elite category. You know what he said? I'll take that. I said, make sure you tell your old man. He said, you're not wrong. So, they're certainly up and about those boys, which is really good. And as I said, they're working so hard. They've got a great team of people around them. But this facilities is, are great. Good on them. That's this has fantastic. been a long time coming though. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why I know this is because I'm a boy from Adelaide and David was about five, David A is about five years older than me. So we're all Adelaide boys. David was in Hong Kong originally and then came back from Hong Kong when the boys were quite young. And I said, why would you give up being the champion trainer in Hong Kong? And, and it was almost word for word. He said, Hawksy, he said, I've got a job to do going home. He said, I've got to give my kids the opportunity to become trainers. He said, your father, John Hawks, has given Michael and Wayne an opportunity to go in as co-trainers. And he said, I need to do the same thing with my boys. He said, they're a bit young yet, but he said, I've got to come home and I've got to get this crack. And so... It's been a long, long time in the making, and you know what? That's they right. weren't left with a lot. They weren't left with a lot, and that's not David's fault because you've only got what you've got. So the boys have worked really hard, and uh, they're. Uh, I think I reckon Ben Hayes would have to have taken over from Stephen Bastard with that affectionate and that uh, that smile that yeah, he has. True. I mean, he's got one hell of a smile, yeah. Ben Hayes, and what a, what a, what a great line there. I was going to throw up all day. Yeah. I mean, if that's not nerves and pressure and stress, good on him. And yep. what about the story with Little Bros? So they purchased Little Bros at the Magic Million sales for $200,000. He's the son of Per and Canto. And well done to Sammy Williams and the 
little Avondale stud team there in New Zealand, haven't they? Got some bull at the moment in in Perincanto because he did so well in Hong Kong. David rang up Ben and Jay Lee straight away and said, oh, "I might have that that colt, please." Um, and they broke this the, the two year old in and they got him going. And then Ben had to ring David and said, "Well, can you talk the owner into allowing us to give him one start?" He ran a bottler down the straight at Flemington. Then he won the Merson Cooper. And then they persuaded him um, to let the the boys or the boys persuaded the owner to let them have him for a, a blue diamond preparation. So I think he had to win the Merson Cooper to keep the horse in Australia. So it's been some story there. It'll be interesting too, to see all of the, uh, the owners that David's got in Hong Kong now, leaving all the horses with Jay yes. and Will. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be, he'll, be, he'll be on the phone screaming, yeah. David. You don't want, you don't <laughs> want the boys to be too successful. It's 10 20. This is the Monday means test. Gareth Hall, Wayne Hawks and Johnny O'Neill with you. We'll take a break and we'll come back with plenty more. This is the Monday Means Test. Gareth Hall, Johnny O'Neill, Wayne Hawks with you. Um, next category is the Romance of the Turf. I think for mine was the Ben Thompson story. He followed love to go to Queensland. Um, he ended up marrying the love of his life. It's Steph Thornton. But he's become one of Queensland's best riders now. Uh, he was given an opportunity in the group one with Uncommon James. The market said, well, they didn't believe in him with the, the rider chains there from D Lane to B Thompson, but he rode it a treat. And I think the story behind the O'Day and Hoisted combination as well, I think Matty Hoisted and Stephen O'Day are building up some profile. When you have a look at their stats, Johnny, they are becoming one of the hottest um, young training combinations in the land. Great facilities up there too. And I think, um, you know, getting the right horses, you get a chance to to showcase them around mm. the country. So yeah. He's he's a really good young kid. This kid, he, he was a great rider here. Um, you know, obviously had a heap of challenges, but you know, having must said be that, thrilling though, Johnny. Sorry to butt in that yeah. when you're in Melbourne and you've moved away to Queensland because he wasn't he wasn't in your top ten in Victoria to come back and do that. That must add. I know it's your first and whatever, but it must add some extra. A bit like getting a flick and you know in a, in a, in an AFL team and coming yeah. back and winning the grand final MCG. It'd be interesting to to get his full story. Gareth, you know, on, on I know you said he went up there for love, but having said that, he must have a good manager around him. Yeah, um, you know, he certainly presented himself the very well. Things we on the do weekend. for love. <laughs> yeah. So I, look, you know, that's a great, just just a great story, and, isn't it? And I often have um, thought about jockeys doing what Ben Thompson have done, and, and you've been on the verge of being a good jockey in Melbourne, but you're probably sometimes at the provincials on a Saturday, and you saw Jess Heaton nearly win a premiership doing that, heading to Adelaide. Um, I don't know why there isn't more jockeys that, like a Stackhouse, just when he was around the provincials, now he's kicking goals in town, but don't head to Queensland or Perth or Adelaide for more opportunities. Well, I think Todd Pannell's done it, right? So he's yep. moved to Adelaide and he pretty much, I know Jess was good, and he pretty much sort of dominates, gets on what he needs to over there. There's, yep. there's a good group of riders. Ryan Maloney did it, of course. Correct. So he's gone up and he's done a really, really good job. So I think... Andrew Again, Mannion, this, Andrew Mannion, Andrew Mannion but this is what I'm saying. Like if you've got good management around you and you sit back and say, we can pick up a couple of provincial style yeah. city, city winners, um, every month and you're sort of riding for those provincial trainers yeah. consistently 
occasionally they come in and win group races or you can go up and, and really establish yourself in those other markets and be the leading rider to come down and ride in the better races. Yep. So it makes sense. It makes sense. So it worked for Thompson. It's definitely worked for Ryan Maloney. Won Absolutely. that group one there on, on Saturday. He's another terrific story with Sunshine Paris and Annabelle Nisham. So it does work. But I've had a, a chat to a few of the jocks and say, why don't you do it? Like, why don't you go to Perth and then they go, well, they probably make more money. This is how strong WA and, I mean, strong Victoria and New South Wales is. They, they race for more money at the provincials than they do um, on a Wednesday in Perth or Brisbane or yep. Adelaide. So financially, there's no point. So Brad Rewilla did it too, right? Is he riding in Perth full time? No, he's back in Sydney, Newcastle. 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 Yeah, because he can make more money riding at Newcastle on a Saturday. Okay. Which is extraordinary when you think about it, Wayne. Yeah, but you know what? It it gives these jockeys another, not least of life's the wrong choice of words, but you know what I'm trying to say. It's it's not easy. It's not easy to break through. And even though we've got wall-to-wall racing, it's, uh, it's very tough. And you look at these successful jockeys. They mightn't just ride for Chris Waller or Kieran Maher, but they have a nucleus of two or three different stables that they feed off of, and that's what you uh, that that's yeah. what you need to do. I mean, I'm just thinking Dwayne Dunn rode for us. He rode for Robert Smurden. He rode a bit for Hazes. You know what I mean? So you, you you are feeding. Whereas some of these guys, you're talking like Ben Thompson and Co. They're not in. Put it this way: if you're not riding for anyone in the top ten. You'll still make a hell of a good living. They're making more money out of the racing game than I am, and that's a fact. But they won't hit the top. Because if you're not riding for anyone in the top ten, it's very, very difficult. It, and it also must be getting harder for the jocks in What the, are you laughing at? No, well, when, no, when, what's, what, what are you laughing at? No, I'm at? just thinking, well, they might not be making as much money as you, uh, as you in the racing game, but they're definitely not making as much money as you in the trucking game these yeah, days. Is, you're, the you're a bloody multi-multi-millionaire. So stop trying to call, us, call, call poor... <laughs> from, from a jock's perspective, though, it, it must be a bit a bit more difficult now because yeah. with horses being trained at Caulfield, jocks get up and ride some trials and then zip over to Flemington and ride some work. Now you've you've got to go from Flemington to Cranbourne or to Pakenham, and, and that's a fair Ballarat. That's a fair drive. So again, I th- I really think the management of these jockeys is critical because you've got to yeah. make sure that you tie up with the right stables. And then sometimes you have luck with some stables. Yeah. So they're happy to keep putting you on. But if you don't... Ethan, Ethan Brown's a perfect yeah, good example. example. Two years yeah. ago, wasn't doing much for Kieran Murray and David Eustace. And he'd almost... He, he's not he's not the number one, obviously, because they like Jamie and they like Mark Zara. But I'll tell you what, he's not a bad number, number he's a good six rider. sit in, uh, you know, first drop, is he? I, he's, he's a, a good rider. He, he would probably like to go races. back and look at the, the <laughs> VC right again on the weekend. But I, anyway, he, was, I, he didn't have much luck. I tell well, you he didn't have much luck. He didn't have much luck. And I like him. He's a good kid. So we're not... We're not going to pot him. He was pretty devastated when he came back. I tell you, the number one for Kiramar and David Eustace, whoever Johnny O'Neill says. (laughs) (laughs) And Jamie Carr's the number one at the moment. Let's take the news. It's 10.30. (laughs) Welcome back to Giddy Up. This is the Monday Means Test. I was in the Osborne on Saturday night. What a joint that is. How good is it? How good is it? Simon Lennox out of control. Was it all right? Out of control. Is is it good? Oh, you'd dominate there. Really? Really? Saturday night. Oh, mate. Anyway, there was a lot of people coming up to me yeah. saying they enjoy the means test and especially the oh no's. And yes, yes, yes's, but we've got a, I've got a couple of oh no's I'm really looking forward to discussing with Johnny and Wayne. Um, but we need to go through some of the other categories. And the next one is, you know, the castle, like you can't like. It's Ca- the, castle or the castle? Castle or castle? The castle, one of my favorite movies. Yes, castle. What's the famous yeah. line about um, it's my home? 
I don't know. It's not a house, it's a home. It's not Correct. a house, it's a home. Yes. Sandown. Like, you, oh. can you sell Sandown after you what we saw on Saturday? You can't sell it. You can't sell it. We can't be doing it. What no. we do need it's to do. It's racing's home. What we do need to do, though, and Hawksy, it'd be interesting to get your opinion here. I sat up in the, there's a like a restaurant on level Committee one. Committee room is called. No, no, let's no, alope. no. It was a let's alope. Let's alope. So room. they turn that room. Where, where may I say, Gareth's beautiful partner, Dana, <laughs> who didn't have the glasses on. I thought she must have crook eyes going out with Gareth because <laughs> yeah, what, what a beautiful young lady she yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. She works at the Melbourne Racing she Club, organised wonderful area for us on Saturday. Um, I, but what, what I did want to say is <clears throat> the view from there of the whole track and the perspective is like no, nothing I've seen. I've only been it reminds there, me of I've, Ireland. Unbelievable. I've, yeah. So something I have seen, but it's, I've, it's only, like I've only been in that room once. It was about three years ago when I had my uh, COVID shot because all that was that was where you went at Sandown Racecourse to have your COVID shots, and I went on Saturday and I was up there for an hour or two and um, table one I might add. Thank you very yeah, much. No, it was too. It was William Dana, please, table. What's going on there? Table one. I wasn't it on was table fantastic. One. The lady oh, and don't say who because no one will know. But the lady with the blonde hair, she look, who was sitting at your table, she looked at me and Stifler's went, mum. <laughs> It was, was it Stifler's mum? Stifler's mum. What were you doing on? with Stifler's mum? <laughs> Channel 9 had Stifler's mum on the TV before we came on air. Stifler, and, that and, and we did get a stiff neck when we took because we all remember oh, Stifler's mum. No, yeah. we all remember Stifler's mum. She's in the White Lotus, people, so tune in and watch it. It's the funniest yeah, show yeah, of all time. Is she right? So, yeah. anyway, apart from Stifler's mum, this, this, this lady looked at me and, and she obviously works at the Melbourne Racing Club because she had the badge on and she went, well, we know what you think about stand down. Have a look at it now. I went, sorry, oh, okay. sorry. Yeah. Oh, you know, she gave me half a serve, and I said, hang on. I don't have an issue keeping it or selling it. But if you sell it, you must go and build a better facility. I'm talking better, better. Make three course propers, not two. Have one for summer, one for winter. And it's easy for all these people in the racing industry that, that are there and they sweep in and sweep out. They love selling off the assets. They're not your assets. You don't own them, but they love selling them. Mm. So that that's my beef. Sandown was fantastic. I did a national anthem at Sandown one year. <laughs> I love Sandown. I <laughs> love closed I it love, down for two years <laughs> after. <laughs> that was. I like, love Sandown. No, 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 no. I love Sandown. And do you know what? Do you want to know the truth? Yes. I reckon before Jack and I won there about six weeks ago, it was getting a bit crappy that track, and it was becoming a very leaders' bias track on the lakeside, especially. You jump, you lead, you sat up, you won. The day that Jack and I was back in the field and whooshed through and won, that was the first day that all of a sudden the track changed. And I don't know whether it was a better, if it's a better quality horse going to Sandown, but it was becoming very leaderish at Sandown. So it has been racing extremely well, albeit everyone was a bit like, where's the winning post? Will it move? Do we race on the inner? Do we race on the inner? But you know what? We know it's a Band-Aid. Was it the same Blue Diamond as at Caulfield? No, it's not. If you move the MCG Grand Final to where Eddie had, it wouldn't be the same. So, but you know what? It's done a, it's a hell of a good Band-Aid. And what the Melbourne Racing Club have done has been fantastic. They tip six million in yeah. and it shows. Because yeah, quite good. often we put six million into something and it doesn't show. But you know what? Everyone's quick to bag every race club and RVL and whatever. Well done, Melbourne Racing Club, because you actually had a yeah. go and you've put it out there for your members. And uh, 
I reckon it was great that people went there on Saturday and supported it. So, Gareth, why don't you check on the text, the whole relaxed racing scenario, how people felt about it? Because, yeah, obviously, I, I, I didn't wear a tie to the races, Hawksy. I can't remember whether yeah, you I did, but, but, but I, I didn't wear one. And, yeah. and, and no was, socks. No, I didn't have any socks, no. but I what's generally that, don't wear go? socks. I've, I've, I'm going to give it to you, Gareth, and you can tweet this out, but uh, why don't you have socks, mate? Can you not afford socks? No, no, no. I, uh, well, I, I don't you have a wear them. problem. 2003... <laughs> Is, I what needed, you, is what I, your shoes cost? I needed a bit of I needed a bit of luck, <laughs> so I whipped them off in the mounting yard before Mum Fi won the yes. Caulfield Cup. And I've serious? never worn them since. Oh four oh four double nine seven three six seven three six. Did you like the relax stance on, socks on what you could wear when you headed to the races? No ties. Um, there are a lot more relaxed no socks. No socks and other feature race meetings. We'll take no a arms, break. We call them no 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 arm and rocks. <laughs> and we'll come back with plenty more. This is the means test. Out of control. As always, really, on a Monday morning. No wonder Gerard Waitley didn't want us back. <laughs> Johnny O'Neill, Wayne Hawks with us on this Monday morning. I'm badly Who's misrepresented. Who are you talking about? Nugget, 300 metres to go. Joined by Alligator Blood. Aegon, and I'm thunderstruck down the middle. Alligator Blood looking for a fifth group one. At the 150, led three quarters of a length from I'm thunderstruck, who can't get there. Then Mr Brightside, but the gate has done it again. Alligator Blood wins it by a length, Mr. Brightside. I'm the next category, the movie. You've got to be um, putting together a movie for Alligator Blood. His legend grows. That's another group one. Oregon Stifler's mum should yeah. be the owner. Yes, yes. <laughs> That'd be unreal. He's, <laughs> he's gone from he's gone from being purchased for about fifty odd thousand. Oh was my it? god! Yeah. Fifty what was that in American Pie? Wasn't now it? concentrate. We're gonna now. Um, you boys, no wonder. No, I understand why Whiteley didn't want us back on his show. You had a control. Did Whiteley give us the fleet? I don't know if he gave us the fleet, but um, oh. he definitely hasn't got us on this order. I wonder if we could get Stifler's mum in the studio. <laughs> Will she be out for the new White Lotus thing? Why don't we get her in? <laughs> now, that's do you what, think that's what Victoria should do? What a great story. People, people, people she go, should be the ambassador for you the know, Damien Oliver's and Darren Beebman's, yeah. you know, all these famous people. How good's that? I'll be thinking, Stifler's mum, yeah, I'd like to meet her. What about getting her as the ambassador for the Quokka? What about getting her as yes. the ambassador for SEN Track? Yes. How yeah, about the Quokka? Yeah. Alligator blood, what a star. The means test Have you ever mama. had Kissing Spine? Kissing Spine. No. 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 You walk like it. Yeah, no, I haven't. No. What I will say is you just never, ever, ever underestimate those champions. Gay Waterhouse. Just, Adrian that's, a, that's a, Alligator Adrian blood. blood. It's just an unbelievable. I, I didn't think the horse could win. He should have won a Caulfield Guineas. Yeah, he I didn't think he, he could It, it wasn't a great ride, good. let's yeah. be honest. And he, good. he should have won a Caulfield Guineas, and he was nearly unbeaten before that. Yeah. I mean, from the start of his career, you, you, you talked you talk about Animo before looking at his career. Have a look at Alligator Blood. Yeah. Hardly a blemish there. Yeah, no, and I he agree. Just keep, and you know what he does? He just keeps on keeping on. And what we don't have these days is longevity with any horse at any level. He's we a, do with yeah. him. Oh, and I, I wouldn't have thought Thunderstruck could beat him. I mean, Jamie gave it a beautiful ride, had a lovely suck behind, not just in, couldn't not get in, over the you top. You reckon Thunderstruck's done? Well, I don't think it's done, but I just, I mean, I think Mick was trying to win with it second half. I might be wrong. I mean, he would know better than me. I had a good look at it in the mounting yard, and I, right. I reckon uh, the second horse has got a bit more improvement. Right side. Yeah, I thought it was a really good run. I think it'll improve, and, the and Alligator Blood uh, will the improve next, again. The next Jane Ivell here, uh, Gareth. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's nothing. There's nothing Wouldn't this man can do. Man enclosure with Jane and Johnny. With Jane and Johnny. Stifler's mum from the yard. 0496. to join our conversation. Just with that, Alligator Blood 350 for the All Star Mile. Thunderstruck bright side on the third line. Only two hopes. Only two hopes in it. 
the alligator blood and, and, bright, and side. bright side. They're the All right, we'll take a break and we'll come back with, oh, no, yes, yes, yes. Um, Stifler's mum. Yes. Stifler's mum. Oh, just get to the break. They're out of control. Here comes Stifler. <laughs> you can't stop the music. It's the village people Nobody who sing this song, can't don't stop they? The music. Hey, welcome back, Means Test. Boys are off their chops, though. Great um, song. Great it's song. been a lot of fun. Now, the last category before we get into yes, 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 and no, no is the New Zealand raid. Now, we've got. Um, What's that go? Imperatrice oh. goes around, of course, in the um, Canterbury on Saturday in Sydney. Legato, wins. wins. Yes. And Legato will win the Guineas. Wins. There we go. So they might dominate our carnival like they haven't dominated for quite some time, Hawksy. Mike Moroni, during the weeks, or it might have been two weeks ago, said fact, the Kiwis are coming over this year and I reckon they've got a big chance of going to dominate. I went, whatever. Because there's one thing about Mike Moroni, I sit four foot from him every Great day. Great voice. And uh, he's got that deep uh, smoker's voice. Yeah. Even though he doesn't smoke anymore, but the 600 a day he did for 40 years has <laughs> got him with the John Law's <laughs> voice. And Mike was adamant. No, not just because I'm a Kiwi, not because I'm a trainer there. He said, I'm telling you, he said the quality yeah. horse in New Zealand are going gangbusters. So you know what? It's uh, it's great. So, of course, walk in the tower this morning, open the door. I hadn't even closed the door, and he was into me. Now the Kiwis are breeding Blue Diamond winners. Rah, 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 oh, yes, pairing So he was away again. I yep. thought, oh. And you know what I had to do? I just had to shut up and just take my medicine and just listen to him for 37 and a half minutes. And well done to um, Sammy Williams from Little Avondale Stud, great supporters of ours here on Giddy Up and Essing and Track. Pairing Canto. It's hard, hard enough for an, Aussie, for an Aussie breeder yep. slash an Aussie horse to win a blue diamond, let alone the Kiwis, because it's not what they are known for. No. He's a ripping breeder. Good bloke too. Yeah. Let's go with our yes, yes, yes to kick off proceedings. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I love the campaign from our our lads um, here on Giddy Up, the mailbag bloodstock team trying to get Keats into the all-star mail. This is what they did yesterday. Um, this is a song which is sung by the Island Boys. Roll the tape there, Ollie. I'm a Keatsy boy, just trying to make it, yeah. I'm a Beggy boy, just trying to win us, yeah. Just trying to train win us. I'm a, a Froggy boy. Oh, just so trying to whip it. I'm a Baggy boy, just trying to make it, yeah. I'm a Keatsy boy, just vote for Keats. <laughs> what is that? They're the Island Boys. they got 1.9 million followers on Instagram. Oh, great bloke. Never heard of them. No, no one's... It, like, people of your generation haven't heard of them, but it's been some... Are they, are they singers or rappers? Or I think they're just... I saw it on the Instagram. Very good. Yeah. They're, Very good. They're, they're um, influence happening. rappers. They're, they're influencers. Rappers. 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 Yeah. Influencing right, okay. rappers. Influencers, yeah. So, um... And they're not the people that rap the chocolates. <laughs> no. These are the people that do the music. Oh, that's yeah. not rapper. rappers. Oh, no, right. no, like, no. Um, Very good. Like, uh... What's his name? The uh, on the Scoobies. Yeah, the last oh, last Snoop Super Bowl. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. They're, Snoop they're Daddy. Like Snoop. How Have you ever had a Scoob before, right Wayne? A, a snort? Yeah, no. no. <laughs> never, never on my life. No. No. No, I what mean, is that? no, I haven't. You asked. I sold you. No, I haven't. <laughs> Not into it. Scooby. <laughs> Oh, he's a sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, he's a Scooby no, a smoke. A snort. Sorry, yeah. I thought a Scooby anyway, was a snort. I'm sorry. Let's get back. No, I've track. never had a snort, but yes, I have. <laughs> Do you smoke, smoke marijuana? Yes, no, I haven't. No, well, no <laughs> silly enough. Yeah, anyway, silly no, enough. No, no, we'll no, move no, on. No, no, Benson uh, Hedges anyway. Extra Mile was my uh, okay. was my go. Medicinal, back in the, uh, medicinal. It's have you, very, it's have you got a yes, yes, yes? Well, we, yeah. I've got a yes, 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 because I've been potting John Allen for about a month. He's been riding disgracefully. Yes. 
Very, very good rider. We do know that. And I've got a yes, yes, yes for an, just a wonderful ride on recommendation. The son-in-law's horse is at the line. <laughs> Okay. As as make it a good as, one. As this will be our last show, Johnny. Make it as a Wayne's, good one. <laughs> for somebody that hasn't smoked when you're rolling that thing over there pretty well, I don't know what's going on. Anyway, so very very good ride on recommendation, and also to win the. I'm pretty sure it was a Group Two, the 1800 on Steinem. Great ride. So Pity good on. Yeah. So that was my yes yes yes, Johnny Allen. Unbelievable. Good Thanks. to see you back, mate. Um, does Johnny O'Neill's daughter own recommendation? I saw her in the winners' room. She got a little share yes. with her uh, with her boyfriend. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was good. So Jay and Jay and Amelia were there carrying on, which was good. Have you heard we, a yes, yes, yes. Just quickly, yes. Sand down. Yep. yep. Well said. Um, Gareth Keats has not deserved to be in the All Star Mile. It should be for the best of the best. It's just like Regala Di Quitano all over again. No, it's not. That's not how the All-Star Mile is set up. It's about to get new people in the game. People vote to get their horse in. Do we, though? Is it? That's what the All-Star Mile is. I think it's a great concept. Is it getting people in the game? We've got rappers that know about it now. 100%. What about the great man's beard on on Saturday in the mounting yard? Okay, he listens to this. He wants to get on this show. It was unbelievable, that beard. Now time for... This is not a no no, but I was um it was more of a yes, yes, yes. But I was at the but this is on the back of Oh No from last Say week. Say it. Um I was at the Osborne on Saturday night flying, everyone. Yeah. Um was having, uh, so having a scoob. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not allowed to have scoobs no. like that. That's not what, <laughs> what happened. This is unbelievable. Yeah, having some fun. Medicinal anyway, purposes. Yeah. Anyway, Timmy Clark wrote a winner. He did. So we had two hundred dollars worth of free drinks, thanks we to the Osborne. That was it. It was so much fun. How did did Ollie? Yeah, I was, and then did oh. you see Ollie at the mounting in the mounting yard? Uh, no, I didn't. See so him. it's okay between you two. Yeah, after, of course yeah. I didn't. I'm here. It's fine. I didn't um, see him. But I was <laughs> thinking of Ollie when he rode Seminyak because I had something on Seminyak, and I didn't. Um, I didn't watch that. No, I, I wish that. I hadn't watched it. Yeah. <laughs> what What happened, Wayne? <laughs> what's uh, What's the question? Seminyak. What? No comment. Okay. No. No, I didn't see that. All right. All right. <laughs> Right, Next. Uh, my own, <laughs> yes, my, my own yes. is on me, right? So when you get to oh. the races and you get to know a lot of people and you're walking around and saying hello and, you know, sort you're of, assu- the, sort you're of asserting your authority <laughs> you're or whatever authority I think I've got. To anyone. Oh, yeah, good. So anyway, I'm in the anyone. mounting yard. Sockless. I was quite keen on little bros and VC, as we knew, and Ethan Brown, unfortunately, yeah. didn't have any luck on ours. Little bros hits the line. They're all celebrating, carrying on. I go over and get... Uh, Get JD in a headlock and start talking to him as if I'm an authority on racing and you're the yeah. greatest. And anyway, he <laughs> any put, chance he, of letting them win their own group? Well, that one? was it. But he put up with it for about six minutes, JD, and then he turned to me and said, "I'm Will, mate." <laughs> <laughs> that's how good I'm going. So that's my owner. I've done no that. idea. So I've had to apologise. Yeah. Horrendous. I've done, horrendous. I've done oh that. Good. I've done that at twice. God. Okay, it was that. It was after. It was after <laughs> Caulfield Cup or something. And I said, "Get a." JD flying at the moment. Love, uh, thanks for coming on the show the other day. He goes, sorry, Gareth, it's Will. Yeah. They're identical. You yeah, can't they split them. They, they must have some fun, those yeah. two, though. Must have some serious yep. fun, those two. Being what, like, I, I can't tell Imagine them. those two as stiff Yes, I know. Yeah. What you, well, <laughs> oh, they, no. she wouldn't know which no. one. <laughs> oh, no. Which one oh, oh, no, for you, Hawksy. <laughs> oh, no. It's going to be, oh, no, it's our last show. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
J-Mac Friday night, race one. Oh, not J-Mac. Yep. Yes. Yes. Oh, this is blasphemy. No, no, <laughs> no, no, like... no. I've sat here for 12 months and listened to you gob on about J-Mac this and J-Mac that. <laughs> he, doesn't get, he gets the pick of the rides in Sydney every Saturday. He comes yep. to Melbourne last Saturday, doesn't get the pick of the rides, doesn't ride a winner. That's okay. On Friday night, he is riding a sit and steer job. Oh, he steered it. He just jumped and just butchered it. <laughs> Should have won, sh- mate. Canterbury what, what race was the name? one. What was the name of this? Horse? It was Untouchable Legend. Wow. And, Should and have where's won. It going? Is Should it running Saturday? Where, where's it no, going? No, it'll try and run in the Magic Night. But when you're having gut you're busters on heavy on? eights, and uh, he would have done a better job. <laughs> Had of uh, mate, wow. it, it should have won. It just yeah. it just should have won. But but then hang on a second. But then wait, there's more. So he does that in race one. Then J-Mac comes out for the remainder of the seven and rides four of them. Yeah. So J-Mac goes home riding four and uh, should have ridden five. My anyway, own, greatest my, ever. Yeah, he's the greatest. greatest. Ever. My ever. own greatest ever what? He's just the greatest ever. Greatest just quickly, we've got about a minute. My own know as well, Benny Dorries has penned another wonderful article. Great journo, Ben Dorries. Horse racing's biggest names and secretly are secretly involved in the behind-the-scenes documentary based on Drive to Survive Streaming sensation, which lured a new audience wave to Formula right. One. News Corp can reveal Jamie Carr headlines the cast of a featured documentary, which will be being which is being filmed in the lead up to the All Star Mile. Other names are Lindsay Smith, uh, Michael Kent Jr., and Terry Henderson. My own know is they've missed out on the two biggest names. Hawks and O'Neill. Got nothing. Got nothing. Got nothing. Got nothing. I think this sums up today's show. I'm pretty sure you blokes have had a puff before the show today. Fair dinkum, <laughs> lost it. You guys, <laughs> love it. Just make sure you're back Legato Saturday in the oh, Guineas. Oh, yes. And the champs going around in Sydney. James, it'll just go bang. Oh, what about Aft Quip? cabin, so, just get ready. Oh, and Solcom taking a gold trip. Yeah, well, that's Luke okay. Murrell v Johnny O'Neill. Yeah, we'll just sit back and have a look. Right, I'm going to have to watch a rerun of American Pie. <laughs> that's it. I'll be back tomorrow morning from um, 8 a.m. I hope you will. Yeah. <laughs> Hutchie's just, where, where is he? Yeah. What are you what doing? What does that mean just when they put off. that sort yeah. of, when he puts your finger under yeah. the neck? The what does that mean? Like that? Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs>